And now my special guest in the studio, he certainly fits into my mover and shaker slot. He's the co-founder of the Africa Center Hong Kong, an anthropologist and a pro at TED Talks. And he's got a firm hand on trying to rebrand blackness. Now, Innocent Matanga now joins the 123 show for a very special fortnightly feature entitled Innocent Opinions, I.O. And let me welcome him to our first feature. Good afternoon to you, Innocent. Good afternoon. I'm excited. It's a pleasure to be here. <laughs> it's lovely to have you. Yes. Now, this is um, before we go into our first sort of feature of this IO. Tell me, you know, for people who haven't met you before, you've been on the One Two Three Show. You're a very active person. You really are doing all sorts of things. So, give us a quick one minute brief on yourself. Yeah, I mean, I the last time I came here, I was still studying in the Chinese University of Hong Kong, mm-hmm. uh, and then that was just that I finished giving that TED TEDx. But uh, and then I graduated, and now I have been. Uh, you know, uh, I've been largely working on two things now, the Africa Center Hong Kong, mm-hmm. and I've been also working uh, in another job in finance. Right, great. So uh, I'm from Zimbabwe and came here in Hong Kong as a refugee. Uh, and it's been exciting. Uh, and it's up and down. But lots on your plate. I know yeah. you're awfully busy. And um, the other thing is, is, if you're listening at the moment and you'd like to see Innocent and see the interview, um, we are on Facebook Live as well. That's Sadi Osmani on Radio 3 RTHK. So you can see us there as well. Well, you can see Innocent. Okay, you can hear my voice. Right, Innocent. Now, the subject, what we're going to do, this Innocent Opinions, is all about you really expressing your opinion about particular things or, or a kind a view of the world and and life and um, the subject that you've chosen today is circles and gaps cycles and cycles gaps. and gaps yeah. yeah I mean I just you know thought and felt that it's very important that in life we sort of understand that life they are cycles that you know start and rise and go down and then when those cycles occur are happening, there are gaps that get created. So when there are many cycles and many changes, you know, uh, if I'm going to echo Charles Darwin when he said, you know, it's not always the most intelligent that survive or mm-hmm. that, you know, it's usually those that are good at adapting to change, those that manage change very well. So it's very important that when these cycles are happening, it might be relationship, uh, geopolitical, economic, uh, uh, in, in various ways that in life that people experience that it's very very important that you understand these cycles who happen anyway and those gaps that happen it's up to us to take advantage and create opportunities out of it or if we mismanage or we fail to really navigate those cycles uh, we might suffer in a way so that's why I think it's very very important uh, it has been a very important part of my life too I mean if I I go back growing up uh, you know cycles just became you know forgetting that you know I grew up in rural Zimbabwe uh, where you know it have a season and the farming season uh, and then just you know it's everything sort of, revolves ev- around everything that. revolves around that it's like half a season with festivals with all the games we play it's around that and then the cycles continue uh, and then the cycle continue that we didn't I didn't grow up thinking life in a, in a very linear way mm-hmm. uh, as I see a lot of people do mm-hmm. even if you had asked me oh when is uh, how old are you I honestly didn't know when I was young because yeah. it didn't matter you know it was literally that, on what was happening around uh, you yeah it yeah. was a cycle it wasn't very linear and then when I you know when I came here and I've uh, been in other places. I see people see life more as a linear, uh, in a very, very linear way. And then to me, I was like, oh, that's a very, very different way. So cycles sort of kicked out in my life uh, growing up. I mean, it's, uh, I remember when my father passed away when I was a little boy, um, and then the relatives had to come together and sort of arrange and say, oh, 
you like going to school, you like reading, you like books. So how are you going to do this? You know, your father is not here anymore. How are you going to sustain the life going to school? And then they decided, okay, you stay with one relative. And then after a year or so, stay with another relative. Another cycle going on yeah, there, right? So those were literally cycles. Yeah, you know, I remember yeah. I had to go to one place. I learned the language, I learned the culture, I learned the food. I make friends. Uh, and then after a year or so, uh, different school, all. different people. Started again. Started again, you know. Um, and then it's, in a way, it's, initially it was a little more painful because I had that attachment that I already developed sure. with the other people. And then with time I just realized that, oh, uh, this is the way things sort of evolve. So I think it sort of prepared me for many things to come. Uh, that um, whenever I'm at my lowest um I don't really, you know, think like that's the end of the world. You know, it's just one cycle and I'm just at the lower part of the cycle. It's the trap. It's the lower part of the cycle. And somehow things are going to start revolving. And the choice that I have to make, it's not just things that are just happening naturally. When I came here, I mean, I only had uh, 200 South African rands. If you put that in Hong Kong dollars, uh, that's probably about 100 and something Hong Kong dollars. <laughs> and that's me arriving in one, wow. perhaps the most, the expensive, most expensive city, city in, 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 in the world. Um, but I wasn't like, oh my God, oh, what's going to happen? Because I had been through those cycles in the past where I had been at my lowest. So it was like, okay, a hundred dollars, a hundred and something dollars. So it is very much a coping mechanism, isn't it? To understand that, yes, your your life and, and around you is working in cycles and you can't really get off it. It's going to keep moving. Yeah. Yeah, it's so. The, the the question is, how do we navigate that? How do we how do we make sure we don't go on the on this losing side as as a person? You know, because a lot of times cycles are happening within ourselves. Sometimes cycles are happening as a context, the political context, the geopolitical context, uh, economic context. So, actually being able to realize, okay, this is where the cycles. This is this is the stage we are at. Then it makes us. Uh, make the better choices, uh, you know. So for me, uh, when I came in, I mean, I was literally homeless for three months in mm -hmm. Hong Kong. Wow. You know, I wasn't honestly thinking like, oh my God, well, is this the end of the world? I never, ever, ever thought of it that way. But you must have had some really low times there. I mean, like, you know, it's no joke. Yes, but I kind of, I knew that, uh, you know, I've been there before. Yeah. I've been, you know, <laughs> it's just a different law, a different type, but I've been there before. Okay. Um, I'm going to make the best out of the time why I made the law. Because what what makes cycle moves is the choices we make. We make wrong choices. Usually things go down, especially if it's within women. We start being careful in making different choices. Things go up. If I don't make different choices, I'm going to stay in, in the lower position. So so for me, that was sort of like the context in it personally, how I, you know, whenever I'm, when it comes to cycles, when I see cycles, for me, it's just like, oh, that's a cycle, you know, and, uh, you know, so when it comes to my analysis of many events and many activities, many things, it becomes like, oh, it's just a cycle. You have to navigate it very well. You know, I can give you a simple example in people's relationships. You know, some people break up or they, they are in a relationship and then they, you know, some of them, because they probably have, probably they've never really been through that, you know, mm -hmm. you know, there's a gap that gets created in them and they want to, they want a rebound to cover that gap, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. but, but it's like, okay, this happened. It's, you know, number one, it's make sure that people are not going to take advantage of you because no, that's a gap that's going to be there. It's just the way. So you're vulnerable during you're, that gap. Yes. Yes. Right. In many ways, you're vulnerable during that gap. So it's realizing this is just a special gap. But some people would take that as their actual reality. This is who I am, right? Person like, oh, this is who I am. 
you know, ah, nobody likes me, I suck, all that stuff. And then in the end, people just make wrong choices and look down upon themselves. Is there a risk that that gap, as you say, it's like, it's a gap that's in the cycle, but but it's moving. But if you suddenly uh, kind of immerse yourself in it and and feel sorry for yourself and can't move, that gap could get bigger and then that's dangerous, isn't it? Yes, yes, yes. That's that's very dangerous in a way because, you know, you have to make certain choices or you have to not make certain choices which are could lead to that particular cycles are not natural it's because of human behaviors as a whole we make choices as billions of people in a way especially when it's shaping global cycles you know one of the cycles that i could probably potentially uh, point out to you know when it comes to this geopolitical uh move that have been shifting mm-hmm. you know i think in the let's, let's take let's take you know going back a little bit in history in the past 500 years mm-hmm. uh, there have been uh uh, about 16 changes of hegemony in the world 16 you know right now it's been western europe and the us right. as the hegemony in the world you know you know britain was sort of like the one just before this sort of western world and then before that the dutch and going back and back and back and those changes when you say hegemony what do you mean by uh, that just by, in case by hegemony in you know like a global power like a sort right. of a superpower that is sort of okay. directing that we look at everyone's like oh the, oh like oh that their stuff is better you right. know oh they are the bullies the of the world the ones who are up there at the moment <laughs> you mean what's what yeah, i said the ones who are up there the ones the that are up, up at the moment right. you know but that thing is changing now i mean you know, uh, you know, as I said, we have had the Dutch before, and you know, the Dutch explored the world and did all kind of nasty things around the world, uh, and the British also did the same thing, you know. Mm-hmm. And then now we got the Americans, and you know, partly Western Europe, mm-hmm. you know. But those things are sort of shifting, you know. And that cycle, as I said, there have been sixteen such cycles in the past five hundred years, and that cycle changing now, where people are like, oh. East, East Asia, you know, be it Northeast Asia, Southeast Asia, with China sort of in the middle of mm-hmm, that. Like, mm-hmm. okay, people actually realize, oh, oh, what? China miracle, you know, the economy, all this stuff. Look at all this, you know. And that's like a change in hegemony that's happening right now. So now when those things are happening, at least in the past 500 years, on those 16 changes in hegemony, 12 times of those, there have been some sort of conflicts that's been yeah, happening. Yeah. There's been conflicts in those 12 times. There's been big, big technological war, geopolitical... But it's the conflicts that are, are be- adjusting this all the time, isn't yes, it? That's yes, yes. Right. It's all there, part of it. Yeah, it's just a part of it. it yeah. There's gone almost, you know, 12 out of 16, there have been conflicts in that period of time. Right. And right now, with, uh, with, the, with the trade war, with the, the technological war if you want to call it, you know, Huawei versus the U.S. Mm-hmm, government. Mm-hmm. Also. And these are, these are expected uh, forms of conflict that's going to happen when there is a challenge. Because there is an existing power and China or East Asia is challenging that existing power. You know, it doesn't always mean that oh, China is going to be the leading one. You know, now it depends on how people navigate this particular point. So mm-hmm. when this happens, at least today, you know, each hegemony, each existing power or a challenging power has certain values that they do, you know. So, so to a certain extent, I mean, what we are going through today, whether it be here in Hong Kong or anywhere else, it is just something that has happened. Almost similar things have happened in the past. Yes. But at the time when you're going through it, it just feels as if you're the only one who's ever going to go through this. It's just absolutely terrible. But as you said, going back 16 of those yeah. those cycles that you can actually look at. Yeah. So it's just it, it is part of just the earth and the evolutionary process is it not yeah 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 it's uh, you know they say history repeats itself or history yeah. maybe history rhymes or something like that like it's the thing we i mean we were not there you know 
when the Dutch were being mm-hmm. uh, were being you know surpassed by the British. You know, if we were there, you know, we don't have that historical context. But if we can go back by reading and live that life, like oh, this is how things were. People, you know, right now we feel like so desperate. Oh my God, is this the what's going on up the hood of the world or something like that? So it's a it's a it's a thing that's happening and it's very important to understand that historical context. Even right now, you know, you think of the instabilities that are happening in Hong Kong. If you are not careful, if you think, if you don't even look historically, if you don't look, if you try to look geographically, you realize it's not only in Hong Kong. You know, it's everywhere. Yeah, there's a in, number in, of places. In, in, in Sudan, yeah. uh, in in Ecuador, uh, in, in in South Africa, in Zimbabwe. Like it's it's a thing that's happening across the world mm-hmm. where these things are happen. It's largely because of the of the you know of the context that we are. So it's to understand this big cycle. That's been happening. It's very important. So that understanding of the big cycle is again reflective of then the kind of smaller cycle of your own life because yes. your own life goes in parallel with that. Doesn't with it? that, yes. So you got the big cycle, and then you got the smaller cycle. But it's all part of you know the big cycle sort of shapes also what's happening in how you are also choosing. If you think of in terms of again the big cycle, small cycle thing in terms of values, you know, right now people we are talking of you know Western liberal democracy values, you know, which are largely Judeo-Christian values in a way, where you were like, oh, freedom of that and democracy. Those are supposedly uh, values that were championed by uh, that particular uh, time in era. And that is being challenged now. You know, those, those, you know now we got Confucian values, which now we have to pay attention to. Mm-hmm. If you go back 20 years ago, uh, a British person could say all oh, racist kind of th- things mm, with the yeah, Chinese, yeah, and it was okay. Yeah. But right now, there are consequences. You yeah. know, things have changed. It, the, the global south, or you know, so things... for the better. I mean, whatever happened then, mm-hmm. and you know, we've progressed because yes. of that chaos that was going on. That was yeah, it? yeah. So things things have changed. Uh, now people actually have to listen. You know, the Americans in the past would just say whatever they say to the world, and then the world shakes, the world changes. But now people are like, oh no, no, no. You know, I think we had the <laughs> Dosh and Gabbana thing, like for example, yeah. uh, what was it, Dosh and Dosh and Gabbana? You know. Now, you just say some racist stuff against Chinese. You realize now you suffer consequences. But yeah. before, there were no consequences. Because yeah. now, not only the Chinese, but the, almost the whole global South. Now There's you have much to, more to awareness listen to. Now. That's yeah. right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of oh, course. So, so a lot of kind of learning. So, mm-hmm. you know, in terms of... Um, so how do we cope with it? Because I think, you know, many people, with regardless of which country they're in or mm-hmm. what's going on or in your personal life, it's very easy to say that okay, you just need to understand this is a process that you're going through, you're going to come out of it. Mm-hmm. What are the kind of main key factors to, to cope with that, both globally and personally? Well, globally and then personally, let's start with the globally part. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, if we take Hong Kong as an example, right now, Hong Kong is a very, very special place. It's a place where the the old, supposedly the new world, which is East Asia or China, is sort of coming in, the values are there. And then you got the Western world, which sort of all those contested values are right there. So it's a place where you're like, are you going to play that kind of synergist kind of role uh, where you try to figure out how do I live with these two, you know, you know, get the best of this and get the best of that. You have to be very, very conscious. But when it comes to a, 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 a more personal level, I think it's it's really in number one is trying to really try to learn more and try to understand what Good contexts sense. are there, yeah. and then what impacts could it have on my life on the other person, and then what? Because remember, I talked about the gaps part. Mm-hmm. What gaps? If you don't identify the gaps, then you probably won't be able to actually 
be able to, to go well. Let's just quickly give an example of what the huge gap that's happening today, you know, given now the slow slowing down of the economy, there's a huge opportunity gap. A lot of people don't then have see the, yeah, yeah, I suppose you tend to see the negative side of it, but there is yeah. actually a positive side. There to is it a too. positive side. Yes. So, so you, you're gonna, you know, like for example, as I say, I mean, for us, I mean, which is of it's good sort of taking back to the personal part, the Africans or the black people for the last 200 years at least, they have been suffering, especially within the Western hegemony, slavery, colonialism, think of it, Jim Crow, apartheid. So we, we realize, oh my God, there is a change, there is a shift in hegemony. Mm-hmm. And that shift in hegemony is sort of shifting towards East Asia. Oh, it could be equal. And then we're like, oh, if we are not careful, this gap that's being created, they're going to import knowledge, uh, information from the West, which says only negative things about the Africans or the black mm-hmm. people. And they're like, mm-hmm. how do we start? And then we said, okay, let's put an Africa center there where right. we can actually take so that's the, what you the did. thread of the narrative. So that's what, like, how do we try mm-hmm. to rebrand so that that stuff from the, from, the, from the Western does not translate into the supposedly new world. So it's a gap that we identify. Yeah. So there are those. That's an opportunity. And to try to make our lives in a, in a better, in a way. So that's sort of like ways that, it, for me, at least I navigate these cycles and changes. Right. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, that's through your experience. You've mm-hmm. got that. But obviously, people sometimes don't have the wealth of experience that you have got and you've struggled and you've probably been. It's kind of like, you know, peaks and troughs where you're concerned. So it's really just that coping me- mechanism to understand how to look at it in perhaps a more balanced way to see that there are advantages here. I mean, even now, you know, there might be certain positive spins you can put on things and it might raise awareness of certain issues. Yeah. So things, as we progress, may be better in both personal and... Bo- yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I totally agree. I mean, you know, it's it's very important, again, to understand context. Look, you know, before there was a Cold War in the past, it was communism versus uh, capitalism. Mm-hmm. Before that, they used to be, you know, I don't know, the French had almost 400 year, year yeah. wars just fighting for, for, for whether Catholic or, or Protestant. Yeah. We don't want to fall into the same trap. That's why cycles are very important to understand. Some people killed each other for Protestantism versus, com- for, versus uh, Catholicism. Some people killed each other for communism versus capitalism. And today, if we're going to have to start wars based on certain ideologies we don't fully comprehend, we fall into the same trap again. So it's very, very important to understand this and see where we are standing Great. compared to the to the past. Um, so I think it's 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 you know trying really, really to be really to understand where we, I think I think there is no other better solution than the first pro, pro, point of copy is understand where you are. I think when people understand. You can move on a bit more. Well, I think way. that's probably the best place to end too. Yeah. <laughs> Innocent, thank you very much for coming in. Yeah, uh, just you. give me a little flavour of maybe what we might hear about week after next. Yeah, I mean, you know, we could talk about families, we could talk about, I mean, I'm passionate about issues of dignity. Uh, we could really touch on that. I mean, you know, we will talk about things that they come out, you know, hopefully comment on things that are happening in Hong Kong uh-huh. uh, with time. I'm excited. I'm excited too. Thank you very much, Innocent, for coming in. And that was the first of our I.O. slots with Innocent Matanga. And that was all about cycles and gaps.